Greetings, it's Miss Honeypot here from thehoneypotmethod.com. And you know, I find it so amusing that my last podcast was on procrastination almost a month ago. And it's taken me a whole month to get another podcast up. Procrastinate much? (laughs) Um, No, but I'm not going to be too hard on myself because that is definitely uh, something that I have done in the past. And you know what? The only way to overcome procrastination is to take action. So I'm here taking action. I am going to pick up with the podcast. And that's what Real Creative Conversations is about, is about being real and uh, being creative with the conversations that not only that we have with other people, but more importantly, with the conversations that we have with ourselves and our mind. And so over this past month, uh, there have been a lot of things going on. I did travel um, internationally. And so um, I just have had a lot of different experiences. I've gained a lot of perspective. I've been doing a lot of reflection and I'm just really, really happy and grateful and humbled uh, to be able to be here and to be able to be recording this podcast. You know, I think that travel is something that we kind of glorify and we look at as, you know, something that kind of is a mark of success. And I guess it can be looked at in certain ways. Uh, I guess it can be looked like that. I guess it can be looked at that way in certain aspects. I personally traveled to the Caribbean, which was a beautiful experience. It was also a very revelatory and eye-opening experience. And it really served as a great contrast for me to appreciate and understand how much opportunity and how much privilege that I do have um, being an American, living in this state, having access to the internet consistently, having access to, you know, um, water consistently, having access to plumbing and electricity. So I'm super, super grateful um, that I that I do have access to all of those things. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into today's podcast, which is about um, the power of positive thinking. So just to kind of continue on my way back from my trip, I was gone for just shy of two weeks, actually, well, actually a little bit longer than um, a week. I think it was about 10 or 11 days I was gone. And, um, on the way back to my home, the last flight, the last leg of the trip, I put my wallet in my bag, got on the plane. And when it was time to get my wallet out again at the gas station, leaving the airport, I could not find it. It was missing. And... You know, I really got a chance to observe, not only observe, but to put into practice a lot of the principles that I really strive to live my life by. And, you know, there's a feeling of kind of panic that comes over you when you don't have access to, you know, your identification, your resources. And so I remember I sat in the gas station kind of parking and um, 
I actually had to ask someone, a gentleman next to me, you know, I asked him if he would mind, I really hated to ask, but if he would mind to, um, you know, if I would cash app him some money so that I could put some gas in my car. And of course he obliged, he would not accept my cash app. He gave me five bucks, which is pretty much, you know, was more than enough for what I needed to get home. And, you know, I really took that opportunity to, to sit there and really just gather myself and collect myself and not allow all of the fearful thoughts that sometimes rush into, not sometimes, a lot of times, like all the time rush into our minds. I was able to filter those and it was in retrospect, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud of myself. (laughs) You know, I'm really proud of the fact that I have really developed this skill because it is something that takes practice And it is something that is extremely, extremely useful. I actually also at that moment wound up um, connecting with another individual and we had a really inspiring conversation that lasted for like an hour and a half, um, which was really helpful for me. And I know it was helpful for uh, the individual as well. But, you know, some of the thoughts that were go running through my mind were, Oh my God, I don't have any money. I don't have my ID, my passports in there, my social security, you know, I need those things. What about my upcoming other trip? And just, you know, Oh my God, I'm going to have to pay for this again. I'm going to have to do this again. And I'm happy, you know, and really just running over, um, all of the kind of quote unquote worst case scenario. I think, I think, I think typical, that's pretty common for us as human beings to, to run over the worst case scenario. Why? Because we want to protect ourselves. We want to make sure that, you know, we are doing damage control on that worst case scenario. However, um, I think a a more empowering approach versus doing damage control is, is doing, um, is looking at the best case scenario. So I immediately began to tell myself, you know what, you're going to get your wallet back. You don't need to stress about this. It's okay. You have access to the bank. You can go in, you can go and online and order your license. You needed to update your address anyways. So I was able to calm myself down, I'd say within about 15 minutes. And I think that was so crucial because my, my emotions Our emotions, your emotions are what really um, dictate the experiences that we have. And so, you know, long story short, I was able to calm myself down. I was able to, you know, carry on my life business as usual. I was able to have access to my resources. I did order a new license, which I needed to do anyways. And, you know, there was something about not having my wallet that really inspired me. You know, it really, really kicked things up a notch for me. And it kind of went along with the appreciation and the understanding that I had recently just gained from my trip, which is that, you know what, Megan, you're blessed. You're really, really, really blessed. You're really, really favored. You have a lot to be grateful for. You have a lot to appreciate. And 
that was the energy that I was able to keep going even in the face of um, a perceived loss. And, you know, I kind of made it into a game for myself. And I said, you know what, I don't I don't have, you know, the resources that I had when I did have my wallet, but I still have my mind. And, and that's a powerful, powerful, powerful statement and a powerful thing. I still have my mind. I still have the ability to be creative and come up with other ways to be resourceful, to get the things that I need and the things that I desire. And so that was just an amazing experience. And I am proud to report that after several receiving several emails from Southwest, from the airport saying, we're sorry, unfortunately, we have not located your item. Two mornings ago, I woke up and I received an email that said, we are happy to report. And I said, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. Yes. I mean, I jumped up and I was just saying, yes, God, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are happy to report that we have received an item that is matches closely matches your description. And now it's easy for us, I think, as human beings to say, oh, well, that was going to happen anyways. You know, if your wallet was going to be found, it was going to be found. But see, I am of the belief that because I imprinted on myself that my wallet was going to be found and I didn't just tell myself, hey, my wallet is going to be found. I literally this is what my creativity came up with. I said, you know what? My wallet's coming back to me. There's no need to cancel my bank cards. And I know that some people, especially my mother, because <laughs> she already let me know, would view that as being very risky. You know, and I run a business and I need to be able to purchase my supplies. So I, of course, because I am very resourceful, had my card information already stored. I know the numbers. I, I have actually have pictures of my cards. So I was able to come. That was one of the ways that I was able to be resourceful and carry on business as usual was the fact that I was able to still, you know, make do transactions. And so I didn't cancel my bank cards. I used them. You know, and it was also a way for me to kind of keep an eye on my accounts to make sure that no one else was using them. So I didn't just say I'm going to get my wallet back. I acted as if I was going to get my wallet back. And why would I cancel my cards if I'm going to get my wallet back? That would just be a hassle. I have a lot of things that are, you know, auto debit and auto drafted that are tied into my cards. I didn't want to go through the hassle. And I convinced and knew that I was going to get my wallet back. And my wallet came back. And so the thing is, is like I was saying, is that I think sometimes we feel we underestimate manifestation because we feel like, oh, that was going to happen anyways. And I think that's a grave mistake. I think that it's important to take credit for our manifestations really begin to look at the relationship and look at the correlation between what we think and what we expect and then subsequently what we experience. So long story short, I uh, had to pay shipping and I paid overnight shipping to get my wallet back to me. And guess what? My passport was in there. My cards were in there. My identification was in there. My social security was in there. Everything was in there that I needed. 
And I just felt a sense of relief and just a sense of just so much gratitude because I know that I started that universal chain reaction of it being returned to me. Now, I don't know why it took two weeks for someone to find my wallet, but guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's that's something that I think we get caught up. Well, how? Well, how's it going to happen? Well, why? Well, who had it? Well, what? doesn't matter. Completely irrelevant. The bottom line is that I lost something. I decided to fix my mind on the fact that I was going to find it and I was going to receive it. And that's what happened. And so, you know, all of these kind of chains of events have really caused me to really just look at my life and my projects and the things that I want to do and the things that I am, you know, here to share with the world. And obviously my podcast came up along with my blog and, you know, my content and my videos and my certification courses and my and my courses. And I just said, you know what, Megan, the, the best thing that you can do is not beat yourself up, not feel bad for the things that you haven't completed or the things that you didn't stay consistent with. The only thing that you can do is take action and move forward and be consistent with them now and take and and and, um, you know, and do them now. So I this 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 is what this podcast is. So um, I just wanted to come and share that. I'm so grateful that you um, have taken the time to listen to my voice and listen to the things that I have to share. Um, I will definitely be, um, my intention is to be a lot more consistent with the podcast. So thank you um, for being patient and being flexible with me. And this is real life here. You know, this is, this is real life. Sometimes we fall off the wagon and the only choice we have is to either feel so bad and beat ourselves up about falling off and stay off or just to get back on. And so this podcast is me getting back on the wagon and sharing with you an experience that I had where I believe that being able to wrap my mind around the best case scenario, produce the best case scenario. So I hope you're having an amazing day. I hope that this has been helpful to you in some way and has provided some value for you in your own life. Um, Please feel free to check me out at www.thehoneypotmethod.com. Um, I also have launched my uh, new online store at go shop the honeypot.com. And I'm really proud of that. So you know, and that's the other thing, just because we haven't been doing the things that we had on our checklist doesn't mean we haven't been doing anything. You know, and it's important to give ourselves credit when credit is due. So again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending some time with me. I hope you have an amazing day. And I will talk to you soon. Yes, God. <laughs>